TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go. Score North Twin Show. This is Roycey on baseball. Derek Wetmore and Patrick Roycey here with you. Pat, we were talking last week about a former random team for you to recall and, and regale us with stories. Uh, you've picked three shining examples so far. The 1977 Twins, the 1965 World Series team, and then the 1970 Club, which you say is the most forgotten great Twins yes. team in their history. Uh, I believe I was promised a bit of a stinker this week to yes. sort of balance well, out the positivity. You are getting a stinker this week, and I got to call up my computer here, so I have to get the full details. So, underrated in the history of the Twins for rottenness are the uh, 1981 Twins because of the strike. You know, so that the season is kind of a forgotten season. But uh, so it all started for me. As bad as uh, the uh, 2011 to uh, it was 2011-14 run, right, where they were really horrible, and then they, you know, they were they were basically horrible from 2011 to 16, but they popped up in 15. But the to me, 81, 80, 81, 82 are the worst talent they've ever had. Now, six, 82, they started bringing in the young guys, you know, and lost all those games, but. In seventy, in nineteen eighty, somehow they were seventy-seven and eighty-four, which is uh, a miracle. But you know why? How that uh, that happened was Mock Gene Mock, the manager, quit on uh, nineteen on. Uh, but we, you and I looked it up. August twenty-fifth. All right, right? Yeah. August twenty-fifth. He quit. Uh, they lost the game. We, I remember talking to him in the dugout uh, that Sunday morning, and he was talking about the future. And the Twins got beat that day, uh, uh, three to two, end of a homestand. They were fifty-four and seventy-one. And uh, we awake uh, the next day in the morning. We get the news that he has quit. Mock has quit and did not go on the road trip to Cleveland. He went home. So they were 51 and 74, and they named John Gorl as the manager, and they stunk until where is it now? September 19th, they were 66 and 82, and they went on a 12-game winning streak. Wow! Terrible. <laughs> 12-game winning streak. So that kind of distorted everything. By the way, I just looked it up. That winning streak ended with emphasis. A seventeen to one loss to Kansas City oh. on October fourth, the semi, the second to last uh, game of the season. But now the next year is the one we're going to talk about. By the way, that team. Uh, let me look at this. Let me. I got to confirm this. John Castino. This this team somehow won the nineteen eighty team. Somehow went seventy seven and eighty four, even though. Won the batting triple crown for that team, 
with 13 home runs, 64 RBIs, and a 302 average. Ouch. Dead ball era, Pat. Ouch. <laughs> dead ball era. Except the Twins made it a dead ball era. It wasn't really the dead ball era. But the next year, uh, they were just awful. And uh, Billy Gardner was the manager. Johnny Gorl started that year as manager. And basically, he, he it was amazing. Nice guy. Groucho was his name. But we had him in spring training, and now he had the job. And he couldn't speak. He couldn't answer a question. He asked him a question. He just looked at you like he was like you were like he was in witness protection, and you were asking him for his identification or something. I mean, he wouldn't. John just was not built out to be a big league manager, even with the four reporters you had in Minnesota, right? Yeah. So anyway, Johnny got fired. Billy Gardner replaced him, who was just the opposite, the greatest quote man in the history of sports. And uh, but they were terrible. And I got to look this up for you. The strike came on, when did we get the strike? Mm-hmm. Just remember that split season. Yeah. The strike The strike came on June 11th, after the games of June 11th. That Twins team was 17 and 39. 17 and 39. Yikes. And... And uh, they didn't come back till August 10th, but I'll never forget Gardner's in there uh, in his room in the Met Stadium. And uh, this is the last year of Met Stadium, by the way. And Gardner's in his clubhouse door, and the, the players are all packing up and walking out with their bags because they're going on strikes. And remember, we had a nice guy, utility infielder named Chuck Baker. Chuck Baker's walking out. Gardner says, there's Chuck Baker. He's gone. He's leaving through to strike for his free agent rights. He says three outfits want him: the Army, the Navy, and the Marines. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> but they came back on August tenth, and they split the season. You know. Yeah. So they, you know, you could make the playoffs a split season, and the Twins were hanging around five hundred for a while, and they let them print playoff tickets. So a great keepsake of Twinsdom. Is some people, you know, like the 2000 season tickets holders they had were mailed. Uh, if they if they wanted the, to purchase them, they were mailed playoff tickets. So playoff tickets are are floating around out there for a team that finished 41 and 68. If you go to the uh, if you go to the whole uh, uh, thing, and the next year Calvin was so disgusted with that. The next year they go into the dome. And uh, he looks at that team, and he was he was paying Smalley quite a bit of money. He was going to have to pay Weininger quite a bit of money. And he said the hell with it. Traded Smalley, traded his uh, uh, relief pitcher, Doug Corbett, to, to Mock, who was out in California by then. Traded uh, Butch, Butch Weininger, traded, traded everybody and, uh, in, in 82, the first year of the Dome. And that's when they called up uh, all the, all the young guys, and uh, that's the that's the team that had the uh, record of uh, most losses, uh, sixty and one hundred and two, until uh, the uh, Twins of uh, two thousand uh, what seventeen sixteen I think fifty nine and one sixteen they 15, lost well, all those games 15, yeah right seventeen they were in the playoffs uh, sixteen yeah fifty nine and one hundred three that's the record they broke but that Unreal. team. The uh, John Castino was a really good player. 
this is something you got to look up some. Uh, but Casino that year was, this is only in a hundred and, uh, uh, well, let's see, 41 and 109 games. He, uh, was, uh, six and 36 home runs, 36 RBIs. And, uh, that's, that's kind of been the triple crown again. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody had any production. Nobody had any production. Anyway, those teams were incredibly terrible. Salvatore, Danny Goodwin, Rob Wilfong, Roy Smalley, John Castino, Gary Ward, Mickey Hatcher, Dave Engel, uh, who was later became a catcher. Glenn Adams, Hoskin, Neutral Powell, uh, Bob Doder from UPI, I always called him Neutral because he played in Neutral, Pete McAdam, uh, Ron Jackson. Anyway, 1981, it was, uh, that was a, that team, because of the strike, is not remembered adequately for their horribleness. That was a terrible baseball team. Well, but then it gave way to that wave of young players you're talking about in 1982 yeah, yeah, that sort of set the court. It did. And by the way, uh, total attendance that year, because uh, they only had a limited time, I think it was 469,000. Oh. <laughs> we might be looking at that this year, Pat, and drooling. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, that's true. Uh, but that was Gaetti, the 82 team, you know, was Gaetti saying, I'm beginning to think they should just put on our uniforms hapless twins he said every time i look at the every time we come to a town and i look at the newspaper and say the indians are opening a three-game series tonight against the hapless twins he he says we should just put on our uniform hapless twins pretty good sense of humor that guy yes it was he was great Pat, thank you so much for uh, regaling us with this story of the 1980, 81, and 82 Twins. This has been a treat. All right, sir. We will do it again next week. Very good. Thank you. For Patrick Royce, this is Derek Wetmore signing off on the Score North Twin Show. Patrick Royce on baseball. Check out the podcast if you missed anything or the radio show Monday nights at 6. Talk to you next week. You're listening to Royce on baseball on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. What do the gang at Score North talk about with no live sports? Blast So you're telling me that because I have that gap in my knowledge, that's why I didn't get what I just watched right there? It was basically a trip through John Cena's life and career, and you pieced out because John Cena showed up. It's yeah, that's exactly right. when I stopped. Doctor of Thugonomics. I stopped as soon as he came out to the ring rap. Life. Yep, we're still here, providing you with laughs and the infotainment you need. This is Score North. ScoreNorth.com and the Score North app. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.